This is the Not So Normal Therapist Podcast, Episode 10. The ever wise Dr. Seuss once said, Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. And now, here we go. Welcome to the Not So Normal Therapist Podcast. Uncommon help for your not so normal life. It is our desire to help you wake up from the trance of your own beliefs. And now, with your weekly dose of reality, here's your host, speaker, counselor, and mind coach, Anthony Verderami. So here we are, and welcome back to another episode of the Not So Normal Therapist. And we are back with part two of my conversation with my friend in the UK named Jenny Lynn. In case you've missed it, last week, episode nine was my candid conversation with Jenny Lynn, who tells her story about her recovering from schizophrenia. It's a fascinating and intriguing look through the eyes of someone living with schizophrenia. So you definitely want to catch that episode after you listen to this one. In this episode today, we really just continued our conversation. I kept the recording going. And we just continued our conversation, and in this episode, we're going to be looking at three statements I found at the top of her website. Uh, I call these uh, three strategies, if you will, that you can employ in your life, and three of which both Jenny and I employ in using with our own clients and helping them to transform their lives and begin living the life of thriving authenticity. So you'll hear me start off by talking about uh, my website and my goal in working with people. And then I'll start off with the three statements themselves. And then we're going to address each one of these and hear from Jenny uh, why she put those on her website and what it means to her when she's working uh, with folks as well. And you'll hear a few stories along the way about people that she's worked with. And I think you'll find this episode really helpful and one that you probably will want to share with others as well. So sit back and enjoy as we pick up the conversation already in progress. My statement of what I do for a living is I inspire thriving authenticity by helping people wake up from the trance of their own beliefs. So that's why, you know, everything you've ever said on LinkedIn and we connected in other ways, um, it always resonated with me. So here are the three statements. And what I'd like to do is take one at a time and I want you to share what that means. Could you do that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Okay. Yep. So here they are in succession. Then we'll start with the first one. First of all, it's waking up to a new you, realizing your true value And then lastly, breaking out of the frame. So let's start with the first one, waking up to a new you. What does that mean exactly to you? Uh, To me, that means uh, knowing and having the capacity and the hope to be whoever you want to be. All you have to do is step into it. You wake up to a new you. Yeah, but that sounds too serious. I mean, too simple. <laughs> How do you step into a new you? This... You have to be prepared to question deeply. And the problem with many people is to question deeply means they would have to question why they're doing the work they do, why they're living with the man or the woman that they're living with, why they're tolerating bad behavior from their children, 
why they're eating crap, why they're going to the drugstore to get pharmaceuticals when they could be, you know, doing something else. To ask deep questions about yourself is we're all been we've been anesthetized by the media. We don't ask questions. It's all served up to us. And by not asking questions, that's why you use the the term wake up. In liberal terms, what, what? why do you say wake up? I use the same term, so I'd like to hear from you. Why are you saying, hey, wake up? To Take your, take your charge, take your power back. Stop giving it away. Uh, and to do that, you have to wake up and realize the insidious and subtle ways you give away your power every day. Every purchase you make, everything you do, every thought you think, wow. every step you take, uh, I sound like uh, what's it, the police now, don't I? So every step, you know, every step you take, everything you do um, is a choice. Right. And if you're not awake, you're just going to keep making the same choices and getting the same experiences again and again. Exactly. And that's the point, isn't it? They're, they're in a trance. Uh, again, the word you could use is sleep because that's why you have to wake up. And it's remarkable, isn't it? People will come in and look at you and I and say, uh, you know, we could just ask, why are you here? What would you like to accomplish? Whatever. And they'll say consciously with their mouth because they know consciously I'll be an idiot if I didn't know I need help. But that secondary gain, that, that, uh, that, that trance experience of their belief, they're so comfortable being this way. It's just the way I've been that, that, that sometimes you and I, probably have just said one word or a sentence and all of a sudden you can see that look it's like jarring them out of that trance just long enough to where they could consider why don't people ask those questions why do you think people don't consider those deep things are you asking me yeah because it means you have to take responsibility (laughs) (laughs) you have to take full responsibility for your life and we live in a blame culture where it's no, never our responsibility. It's cheaper, it's easier, it's uh, less effort to blame somebody else. At least that's a theory. I mean, it takes a lot of effort to blame somebody. But, you know, the whole of our culture supports the Absolutely. idea of a blame culture. Absolutely. You're right on. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if somebody's sitting there listening, thinking, okay, so you're telling me to wake up to my new you and ask all these questions. But what's on the other side? Now, why should I do that? What what's the big deal? I that's pretty dang comfortable being neurotic. I you know, I'm used to being anxious and depressed and you know, okay, I want to kill myself sometimes, but you know, well, uh, and I'm not making light of it, but because people think yeah. exactly what I just said. Yeah. So why should I Absolutely. wake up to the new you? Why should I wake up to well, the new me? Well, a lot of people say to me when they come to see me, they say I just want to go back to being me. Wow. And I say you'll you'll never go back to being you. And they look shocked. <laughs> Because I, I said, you're never going to have what you used to have. And they get scared. I said, because it's going to be better than that. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it will be better than what you had. That's, so you can't go back. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And it, do you find that when you say that, it's um, almost hard for people to believe you or like to to wrap their mind around it, so to speak? Well, they uh, they don't listen to start with because they just want to get back to where mm. they were. They don't realize that to actually move forward, something really does have to change. You can't go back. Mm-mm. 
to get anywhere in life, you have to you have to learn the lessons that your body is telling you that it needs you to learn in order to have a new perspective on the world. And you know, if people don't want to change, and to be honest, I've done I've done years and years of hand holding. Uh, I've been in practice 15, 16 years, and for the first ten years of those uh, years of uh, therapy, you know, I probably did a hell of a lot of hand holding. Um, and in the last five, six, seven years, I've just thought I've done with hand holding. I'm not going to do it anymore. If people come here and they want to whinge at me for six months, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to. I'm not going to have it anymore. Here, you know? here. So I, I actually interview people on the phone before they come here to see if they're suitable for me, because exactly. I don't want. I'm not going to buy into their neurosis. They either want to do the work and they want to change, or they don't. Exactly. And I can refer them to a dozen other very good therapists who are prepared to sit with them for the years that they want to be sat with. But to me, it's a huge waste of time. We live once that we know of. We have this life right. to make the most of. Exactly. You know, I don't want to indulge people into years and years of therapy. Yeah, and without being overly dramatic, Jenny, from my paradigm, for me to pat you on the head, so to speak, and hand, hold your hand or whatever, to me, that's almost evil. I, in other words, it's it's literally helping you, enabling you in this to stay where you are. And where you are, you obviously don't like. So why would I just hold your hand? I tell people all the time, if I have to stand on my head, do cartwheels, and that'll change you, I'll do whatever. But if it can change you like this, immediately, bam, I'll do whatever. I've yelled at people. I've startled them. I've, I don't know, I've done it. A bunch of stupid, crazy things. And people Mm -hmm. look at me, and we end up laughing afterward, talking about about that. I've had my... uh, uh, as you would say, flatmates, but next door to me uh, in my office, it's an executive suite. They complained one time because I was screaming, <laughs> I was screaming, and I was yelling at my client because I was, I was, I was acting out something that they were saying to me or something. I can't remember yeah, something stupid or silly, and yeah. it so shocked them because they saw themselves. Yes, I'm like, yes. oh, in other words, it's, they're they're human, they're normal. So it's like to, for me to just hold your hand, uh, I ethically I can't do that, and I won't. No, do that. no. And that's partially I mean, why it's a struggle at having a practice here in Minnesota. And we won't get into that right now. But I've told you off uh, before the the interview about that a little bit. But uh, uh, well, that's 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 the first one, and I appreciate your answer. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Waking up to the new you. So the second one is realizing your true value. And by the way, I didn't say this before, but each one of these statements, why I wanted to do this is they yeah. resonate with me <laughs> in a very okay. deep, very real way. And they're Ooh. all things that I've done in my life and continue to do. Absolutely. Because um, I'm human. So tell yeah. me more about realizing your true you. Well, realizing your true value was um, it was a it was a it was a phrase we came up with me and a business coach about four five five years ago. He was saying, "What are you about? Uh, what what is if you were to encapsulate what you're about? What is it?" And uh, you know, we went through all sorts of options and what I was doing and how I was doing it. And in the end, we just came up with this one sentence: "I'm helping people realize their true value." I'm helping people realize how important they are, Mm. not just to other people, but to themselves, how important you are. 
as a human being, how important your happiness is to you and therefore to everyone else around you. Wow. Yeah? So yeah. when you realize your true value, you do it for yourself, but you also do it for everyone you meet. Mm -hmm. Because uh, what I've found um, over the years at least, you know, I, I've done a big spiritual journey, as it sounds like you have, and you, you get on this and you start resonating, your frequency goes up, you start vibrating at a pretty high level, and you can walk into a room and you bring that energy with you and people want to know you. They want to talk to you. Yeah, they come to you. Right. And, you know, this, this is, it's almost like um, you start becoming a, a, a broadcaster, a, a, a conductor, you're, you're, that's you're, a great. You're, that's a great way to put it, actually. Yeah, you're you're conducting energy through your body and out into the room. And if you realize your true value, you realize how deeply valuable you are to yourself. You then really deeply affect everybody yeah. around you. And the Everyone, right? And the beauty of it is, um, even though you and I are doing somewhat the same thing, you're Jenny. I'm Anthony. Yes. In other words. Even in the midst of the same profession and actually some of the same ideologies and beliefs and philosophies of the mind and so forth, you will touch and affect people that I never will. You know, this is a fascinating thing about the true value and how the mind works. It's kind of a deviation, but I want to point it out is my background is a Christian background. Yours is, is Buddhism. But one thing that's the same is the consistency of the mind. It functions and operates exactly the same way for everybody it doesn't matter that your spiritual background your life background whatever um, how you got here might be a little because it's a subjective experience yeah. and in that is the flip side of what you just said to me is the true value you're jenny lynn you'll always be jenny lynn and only you could be jenny lynn in this moment in time in history and same yeah. with me and I don't know if you know about the Enneagram. Um, it, that's had a tremendous impact in my life, again, just over the last four months. So even in the midst of my journey of, of my practice and stuff, it's been an amazing growth experience of what you just said there. And it, that's why it's very precious to me is uh, uh, of really realizing your true value. And when you do, you could be a teacher, a doctor, a ditch digger, whatever. But in that activity, you're authentically, realistically you and there is a yes. different sense, isn't there? When you're operating in that way, there's a sense of you know who Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi is. Talks about the no. flow. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I always like it just because it sounds like I'm smart when I say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> but he yeah. talks about the flow, and I really believe when you know, when you wake up to the new you and you know your true value, you kind of start flowing through life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what you said is true. You start affecting others' lives and people want to kind of be with you and stuff. And, and that's yeah. the beauty of waking up to your true value. And I really hope, I, I, I don't know why, but one of the, the people in my mind that I'm imagining is that housewife. Um, even yes. uh, that you pointed out off, off air, uh, the husband, yeah. the CEO, uh, who uh, the, the teenager, I mean, it could be anybody, but especially I was thinking about the, the wife, or the housewife and the mother or whatever, um, it's so easy to forget and lose sight of your true value yeah. and, and who you really are. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, and I think this thing about housewives uh, in particular is that uh, if you look that we do live in a very masculine world and, uh, you know, we're all sort of hidden away in our little homes and we've lost the art of community and, you know, our community comes through the TV and, you know, the TV and the internet gives us all these pictures of ideal living and what we should be aspiring to. So, you know, the mass media and the corporations have done a really good job on selling their products, but they've done they've done it by dividing and ruling and they've done it by keeping us all separate. Mm. And, you know, when we're all separate, then we can all feel insecure and anxious and fearful that we're not good, not as good as anybody else. And when you start to really realize your true value, the media holds less, it holds, it just can't affect you in the less same way. Less influence? Much less influence, much less power. Um, they cannot do it anymore. Right. You know, life is more, is bigger than just what you're being sold through, you know, the TV or the internet. And I just thought of something. I was taught years ago in my 20s, I think, that the concept of value, this idea of valuing how valuable we are. And the illustration was gold. Gold doesn't sit there thinking, oh, I'm $200 an ounce. I'm $500 an ounce. The, va- <laughs> the value is put there because of the value we give it. And, and, and so innately, when we realize I'm only as valuable or invaluable in that perception based on my perception, right? Isn't that pretty much what we're saying? And when you wake yes, up yeah. to the new you and then you understand your true value, it's, value. <laughs> it, you know, it just kind of makes sense. Yeah. And it's up yeah, to us. Absolutely. And you, you say the same thing in the last time we talked. Uh, and I think you say it a lot too, because I do. Uh, and that is you have a choice. See, we, I think the, the uh, realizing your true value that you say, we have this victim mentality often where I'm waiting for you, for the circumstance, for the environment, for my job, for everything else to infuse me, quote unquote, with a value. When in reality, if I just stop and wake up and realize my innate value, that's remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's empowering. It empowers you. You know, you don't have to wait for permission. You don't have to wait for anyone else to give you the go ahead. It's, you know, you take charge. Be, Be who you have to be in this world. You know, a lot of people say to me, a lot of people, quite a lot of people say to me, Jenny, where do you get the energy to do everything you do, right? (laughs) And they perceive that I'm always busy. And I am. Perhaps I am always busy. I don't feel as busy as they seem to think I am. But they say, where do you get the energy from? You never stop. And I think, well, I haven't got any of this stuff. You know, I haven't got this stuff telling me that I can't. Mm, That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? I haven't. I'm not meeting any objections. Um, yeah. I can do what I want. So I've got endless energy. I've got so or, much energy. Or trying to, to uh, live up to others' expectations or societal, as you said. That's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Let's, you want to go to the next one now, the last one? Uh, the last statement on your website says, breaking out of the frame. I love this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so tell well, me more was, about that, what it means like, well, and, and, you know, just the significance it, of it. Do you know, it's really bizarre when things uh, come to you. So that breaking out of the frame literally just popped into my head and I thought, that'll do. Because I had three rotating statements, you know. Right. Um, and it just seemed sort of um, 
uh, analogous, you know, with the, with the other two statements. Consistent, and I congruent, guess congruent, with yeah, the congruent, yeah, yeah, congruent. That's the one. So I think breaking out the frame for me is literally just be yourself, what in your fullness, in your beauty, in your femininity, in your masculinity, whatever it is, be your full self. Mm. And to do that, you know, you, you have to break away <laughs> from the prescription that society says you should live with. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that prescription. Because <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what the media and everybody tells you. It's like this yeah. frame that you're supposed to look through. And, and this is what this means. You should, you shouldn't, you must, you mustn't. Yeah. And, and we just like kind of go along with it. Yeah, that's beautiful yeah, yeah. prescription. I'm going to steal that so one, Jenny. You do that. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where that came from. And I thought, well, they're all so, you know, congruent with each other, these statements that they'll so, do. Can you think of, and if you can't, that's okay, but does a story come to your mind with a client where you've re did a simple reframe of something they said um, I'm trying to think of one myself because it happens all the time in some cases. Like, uh, and I'll I'll keep talking because it'll come to you. That was a suggestion. I've got one. I've got oh, one good. straight away. Good. I've got one straight away. Sorry if you don't. Um, it was a one session client. This client came through for one session. He was uh, in his early sixties. He had his own business, and he wanted to leave this business and retire. But his fear was that if he stepped away from his business the whole thing was going to collapse and he would have no legacy and that therefore he had to stay in this business to keep it going. And I said to him, do you ever step away from the business and take a few days out? And he says, yes. So I said, and how does the business work without you for a couple of days? He said, fine. I said, okay. So if you step away, what do you think might happen? And he said, well, I think uh, it's a bit like um, – Rome's burning, you know, if I, if I leave, leave it, it's going to burn. And I said, but has it ever burned? And he said, no. So I said, so, so, um, so how long, you know, how long have you been away from the business for any one stretch of time? And he said, well, a couple of weeks, months, you know. And I said, and has it ever burned? <laughs> he said, no. He said, but I keep thinking it might. I said, well, stop it. <laughs> You know, stop it. Stop thinking it might. <laughs> I felt a bit like that guy, your American, you know, that American comedian Bob, who does Bob stop Newhart. it. Oh, I love Him. that. Yeah. He's amazing. I yeah. love that uh, video on YouTube. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> so I said, well, why do you keep tormenting yourself with these thoughts for? If the, if the real truth is it doesn't burn when you go away, then you've got a feasible business, haven't you? He said, you've blown my mind. You've blown my mind. I, of course it's not going to burn down. Do you know what I mean? So it was, but his fear was driving that. His fear was driving the fact that, you know, he couldn't step away from the business. I mean, essentially his fear of stepping away was that people were going to judge him. He would be useless. He would be worthless. It wasn't blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? And he yeah. couldn't leave these people. You know what's brilliant about that? <laughs> that I think is funny that you didn't technically do like, you know, as a NLP technique or whatever. But the fact is, again, what I was saying earlier, our minds function the same way. So what he was doing is he was having this movie, this loop, this image in his mind of, of all the rejection and all that kind of stuff. 
And it really wasn't about the burning. It was about that. And that was the justification. Is that right? So you just, by your simple shocking him and reframing it, yeah. that movie stopped almost. Now, it doesn't happen like that for everybody. But for him, no, in that moment, in yeah. that time with you and that relationship you had with him, it was brilliant. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. it stopped that. And it then, because um, of neuroplasticity, the, the neural pathways just instantly, he yeah. was able to go yeah. like that and just change everything. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that remarkable? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. There's a, and there was a, go ahead. Go on. I was going to say there was one other woman who came to me quite a number of years ago and I did, I don't know if you do this yep. in the States, the EMDR. I don't, I, I don't do it as a quote technique or something, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I did train in it, but it was only a weekend's training and I tend, I tend to, I tend to take things that I've, I've done and I, I genuize them, you know, I make them, <laughs> so do I. I you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I never, I never do something by the book. I can't be bothered with it. But uh, this one woman came through and she was devastated that her husband had, you know, had an affair with somebody and, uh, you know, uh, oh, oh, oh no, hang on a sec. Uh, Yes, it was her, but it was before that happened. She'd moved to a new area, so the place she'd moved to was new. And um, she felt really like she couldn't get in, she couldn't fit in, she felt really bad, like she wasn't doing something right and it was something wrong and everything. And, um, you know, she felt it made her feel bad because she's a very friendly person. You know, you'd think she could just make friends, so what was going wrong? And I said to her, have you ever considered that it might not be you? that it might be the fact that you've moved into a town where uh, people are just not very friendly. And she said, wow, <laughs> wow, that's blown my mind, you know, just to stop thinking it's all about you. Look, you know, the ego wants to believe that it's all about you. Wow. What if it isn't? What if it isn't about you? Right. Yeah. Wow. What if it's about somebody else being a twat? Excuse my language. You know what? If- <laughs> well, I'm glad we don't know what that means in, in the United States. Oh. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. But, you know, but what if it's not you at all? What if it's somebody else? And it's yeah. always useful to give somebody um, the perspective that what if they're completely normal and it's other people that are bizarre? Yeah. Sometimes what we're talking about, if people are wondering, if you're wondering right now what we're talking about, there's a, there's a word or frame, um, uh, term in NLP called reframing. And mm. uh, we, we talk about, that's what we're, we're actually talking about. That's why when I saw that breaking out of the frame, that's really what you're saying. That, that mm. trance of your belief keeps you in this frame of thinking, a paradigm, let's say, and then something as simple as stop it and what if. I use what if all the time because... It's. I tell people it's an unconscious. It's unconscious language. So the moment I say, uh, "What would happen if?" Have you ever considered that maybe anything like open-ended question like that? Your unconscious mind goes, "Oh, I wonder what would happen." <laughs> you know, you know, and that and it, it begins to make that shift and maybe the possibility of creating a new frame. And uh, it's remarkable. I, I've been shocked, and I, I tell people, "I wish I could tell. I wish I could take credit for how brilliant I am." And how wonderful <laughs> I am! I tell if I have magical powers. I said if I did, I wouldn't be wasting my time with you. I'd be at, at this arena down the street charging five hundred dollars a head, right? <laughs> and I do that on purpose because I want to disarm them and, and make them realize I'm not this super therapist person who is much better than you. You know, I'm yeah. working on frames of my life all the time. Um, I told you one earlier that I'm going to share uh, on my podcast, or I did share on my podcast. 
but yeah, it's it ha- it can happen to all of us, and, and we should be uh, going back to what you're saying. That's why I love the the fact that how congruent all three of these statements are, and it always mm. comes back to asking the tough questions. Just consider, mm. uh, be open to, but but to truly start with the belief that that. How I'm living is an adaptive self. It's not really an expression of who I am. Um, the fact that I innately have value. And then lastly, perhaps there's a whole nother frame I could look at, at look through. Just that consideration goes, oh, your, your unconscious mind goes nuts. I love that. Yeah. Jenny, right. I, could, I, could, I could talk to you all day. I just love talking to you. You yeah. have a very sweet spirit, and I, and I just so appreciate what you're doing there in England and, and just your work. You've been an inspiration for me throughout the years that we've kind of seen. I've seen your comments and stuff. So thank you for that as well. Thanks for coming on. Oh, it's and, been a real pleasure. It's been a real pleasure. And I'm going to ask you a question. I always ask my guests, what is one question you wish I would have asked you in this interview? Ah, uh, hmm, don't know. One, Cause we're in a, we're in this, this one now. Um, <laughs> Uh, no idea. Can't think of one. I think you've covered it all. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, one last thing, go ahead and uh, let us know how, uh, my listeners can get a hold of you. Um, how they, if they want to email you, go to your website. I can't wait for your book. It's not out yet, but uh, that's going to be exciting. So tell us how we it can shall... contact you. Okay. Um, go to my website, openmindtherapy.co.uk. And that's for one-to-ones. That's for clients that want actual help, support, treatment, guidance, inspiration. And my other website is theopenmindtherapist.com. And that's for my professional colleagues who are looking to um, for some inspiration themselves with their clients and supervision and guidance and so on and so forth. Wonderful. And give us your email address. Uh, best one to reach me on is Jenny at openmindtherapy.co.uk. Awesome. Well, they can't see us right now, but I'm giving you a virtual hug. Hey, <laughs> woo! <laughs> and I'll stay in touch with you, and uh, maybe in a few months or so, we'll revisit this. And uh, if there's a topic let's you would like it. to talk about or whatever, I'd love to do that yeah. as well. Okay. Let's do it, and let's um, you know maybe I'll interview you next time. Oh wow! I like that idea. Thanks, yeah? Jenny. Have a great day. Okay, you. Thanks ever so much. Thanks okay. for everything. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye then. Isn't Jenny just a wonderful person to listen to? She really is. She's such a, a sweet person with a wonderfully compassionate heart. And I can only imagine what it's like working with her if I was a client um, and having the pleasure of being in uh, her office with her. But I really hope you take everything she said today to heart and really take to heart the three statements that we talked about, waking up to a new you, realizing your true value, and then finally breaking out of the frame. And so I want to challenge you this week, for the next few days especially, to consider what does it mean to be the new real you? the you that you were intended to be? And what does it mean and what trance do you have to wake up out of before you can discover the new you? And then secondly, I want to challenge you to stop and simply consider how truly valuable you really are. And then finally, step back 
and look at the framework, the frames in which you look at things. I always say, for example, something is only as hard or as easy as you believe it to be. It reminds me of what Jenny Lynn said when she reminded us to free yourself from the prescription of society. I thought that was brilliant. And so if you stop long enough and consider your beliefs and what those mistaken beliefs might be, you'd be amazed at the power there is in simply reframing those beliefs and begin to look at people and circumstances and situations completely different. Well, I hope you reach out to Jenny Lynn. Let her know how much you appreciate her visiting with me these last two episodes and how much uh, maybe you found value in what she had to say. If you want to reach out to her, you can do so via email as well. All of her information will be in the show notes, so check that out. And I want to thank you for being a part of this not-so-normal family of listeners for the Not-So-Normal Therapist podcast. I always enjoy my time with you each and every week as I present either interviews or my insights and my view of the human experience. Because my goal and my desire is that you, too, might wake up from the trance of your own beliefs so that you can enjoy a life of thriving authenticity. Well, stay tuned. I have some phenomenal guests uh, in the next few weeks. Next week, I'll be visiting with Dr. Pradeep Chadha. Uh, Pradeep happens to be the mutual friend that Jenny Lynn and I mentioned in our first uh, conversation in episode nine. And boy, did I enjoy my talk with Pradeep. He and I, just like Jenny Lynn and I, really are on the same page with the same philosophies and our approach uh, to people and our work with them in our therapy office. So uh, I know you're going to really enjoy listening to him and hearing his perspective and his approach. And I think you'll find a lot of hope as you listen next week. Well, would you spread the word for me? Uh, Repost this episode and any other episode on Facebook or Twitter and help me spread the word about how people can use their own genius minds to enjoy and experience a life of thriving authenticity. If you want to visit my site directly, you can go to the notsonormaltherapist.com and you could uh, like that page. You could also remember to subscribe right there on iTunes and leave a review on iTunes. That really helps out tremendously in the promotion of this podcast. Remember, remind people that they could find Uh, this podcast on Google Play and Stitchers, and now iHeartRadio. So uh, uh, you can find this in many, many places. Again, thank you so much for joining me this week for another wonderful episode of the Not So Normal Therapist Podcast. Until next time, remember, go make it a great day. Thank you for joining us for the Not So Normal Therapist Podcast. Uncommon help for your not-so-normal life. Join us next week to receive another dose of reality.